Lucy Harwood. Um, so I've done a little bit of digging around and I've discovered. Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat feet. <laughs> Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year and maybe ever. Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke. Hello and welcome to another installment of And Now for Something Completely Machinima. I'm Damien Valentine and I'm joined by Ricky Grove, Tracy Harwood and Phil Rice. Hello. Right. Um, so we're all here this week and uh, we've got a film chosen by Phil. So uh, let's get to it. What have you chosen for us, Phil? Yeah, this was a little bit of an unusual uh, type of pick for me. Um, I'm not sure I can can totally explain why it caught my attention, um, but it it came to my attention through through Twitter somehow, uh, and it's a it's a very short, very short uh, Sims, The Sims Four, Machinima, uh, called After the Robbery Goes Wrong, and. Uh, it, it it couldn't get more simpler. In fact, in a lot of ways, I feel like that this is actually, this is something you would expect to see as a painting of, you know, two people sitting on a uh, a bus or a subway or whatever it is on, on public transport, um, looking the way that they are. And, and then the title of the painting tells you what you're looking at. And that's kind of what the title does for this because otherwise it would just be this strange slice of life and and there's technically no story um but the, it's it's very interesting how just in a very similar way to how certain paintings the title changes what you see that's kind of what the effect is on this little bitty short that that it, it gives you a little bit of uh vocabulary to to kind of interpret what you're seeing. Um, there's there's nothing particularly fantastic or outrageous about the production values of it. It's very simple, um, but it also, I think, it doesn't try to do anything that, that uh, exposes the weaknesses of the engine. Um, it doesn't overreach. Uh, it's just a very simple portrait of two people riding public transport and again only the title really gives you the fuel to understand what it is you're looking at but they're just uh downtrodden um despondent maybe they're on the run it, who knows there's a lot of room for imagination to kind of fill in gaps there there's not really any right or wrong answers for those things i think and i don't know i just I just kind of found it intriguing. There's you, you don't really see, you know, let's let's be honest. The Sims 4 is a lot of Dawson's Creek, you know, kind of teen soap stuff, because that's the audience. And so there's a lot of that. There's a lot of deliberate recreation of a television format, or at least in it, that's that's what the endeavor is toward. Um, and it's 
and maybe it's not even you know the pinnacle of of television either it's more of you know uh like i said teen, teen drama stuff um and this is outside of that norm so that was that was neat to see um i don't know i just i just found it intriguing and i'm not even completely sure i know why um but i'm i'm curious uh, what impression it made on you guys do you want me to go next yep sure okay well i i, I completely agree with you phil it's all about the title of the film and i think that's because without that title, you'd simply have these two interesting looking folks sitting on a train going somewhere, anywhere, kind of nowhere, really. Um, with the title, though, you question everything that you see and you identify some of the smaller details in the faces of the characters, the bag by the side of the burglar character. Now, interestingly, you said you thought they were together. I didn't think they were together. I thought they were, you know, I thought the burglar was one of them and just somebody traveling on the train was was the person with the with the bluish colored hair which which i think is an interesting thing because i guess neither of us are wrong neither of us are probably right but what i what i saw in that burglar's face was the the, the you know the the bloodied um damage on the face and then the music was it was something else that kind of captured my attention and the fact that the person that you're you're seeing there is listening to music with earbuds, um, and and so you've then got a, a soundscape with with earbuds, um, and even the uh, things like um, where they might be going, uh, and actually whether whether they even are together is is a question that you kind of ponder in the forty six seconds that you're sat there watching this. It actually because it's so short because there's virtually nothing to go on other than the title it kind of led me to ask what exactly am i seeing is this person exhausted or badly injured and i couldn't i i couldn't really determine but i kind of concluded badly injured is probably the answer to that is the other person connected to that person and i thought not just somebody on the train that decided to help in some kind of small way so I thought from that point of view, it was a, it was quite quite kind of masterful because it raised so many questions. And then the other thing that I felt, um, which actually didn't work for me, and I don't know whether you guys picked this up as well, was the sound. Um, the the music played for me in just one ear, although the the train itself, when you're listening to the train, that played in both ears in my headset, which I thought was a little weird. And actually, I assumed as a consequence of that, the sound design was deliberate. Um, but ultimately, I thought had been incorrectly done because if the music had been intended to be some kind of sound bleed from this earbud the burglar was wearing, then my third person perspective, I'm, I'm guessing that's who I'm supposed to be, put me closer to the other person I'm going to call the stranger on the train. Then the music that was playing was in the wrong ear for me. It should have been in the other ear, closest to the thief. And it, actually, it was the opposite, which I thought was a strange. That's probably what caught me out on it. Now, in the description, it talks about the inspiration coming from the Joker 2019 scene on the subway where the Joker kills three men after they harass a woman. And in the Joker, 
there's this kind of tension in the scene where you don't really know who to feel empathy for. Is it the the Joker, the woman or the or the three men? And for a long time, that empathy stays with the Joker. But eventually you realize he's not a good guy at all. So although this is perhaps the inspiration, the fact that the Joker scene plays out on an empty train, there's not quite enough detail here to be able to decide who you empathize with more in this particular film. Is it the person giving the comfort or the injured woman burglar? I don't really know. Um, but actually I concluded that was a nice bit of ambiguity really. Um, and then there was another aspect that, because I, I did have a look at the Joker uh, scene that this was supposed to be inspired by. Um, in in the in the Joker, um, there was this kind of uh, handheld shake to the camera that was used as a, a technique, and that's also used in this. And I wondered if part of the inspiration was actually the way it was filmed as well. Um, so, I guess that was another uh, a question or a, a point of reference that the creator has used here. But overall, I thought it was quite a nice pick. It was it was interesting. From the point of view, there was just so little to go on. And yet it made me think in some quite interesting, um, you know, different ways about it, really, especially when I was sort of looking at um, the Joker as well, um, as I always tend to look at some of the background ground material. Hmm. Good thing. I'm done. I, I, my initial reaction wasn't positive because of the length. Um, I felt it was a sketch that left me wanting more and disappointed me. But after hearing your comments about it being like a painting, I've changed my attitude a little bit because you're right, it is like a painting and that the title gives you the background. Um, one thing that nobody has talked about yet is the amazing rendering in, in the film. It's utterly unlike any Sims uh, machinima I've ever seen. Um, usually in Sims machinima, as you pointed out, that teen approach gives you sort of bright colors and cartoony looking characters. These were nothing like that. It was dark, it was gritty. Uh, the, the characters had depth. Yeah, uh, a lot of depth of field. Which a lot is, of depth of field. There, there's no doing that directly in The Sims 4, so that must have been done in post somehow, yeah. Right, and and I thought that look was just fantastic. Um, I also love the fact that it implied so much, you know, you read into it, allows you to read into it in, in ways that we've been doing here on the show. I kind of wish they would have added just a bit more to, to give it a little more meat, you know, maybe a, a sort of, I don't know what, a flash, a, a quick flashback or, or something and to contextualize it a bit more because it felt like it was done and left unfinished. It felt unfinished, you know, in a way to me. Uh, but what I saw, I just adored and I wished, I, I guess that's the other thing is that I, I liked it so much that I wanted more <laughs> and they didn't give me more, <laughs> which made me frustrated. <laughs> sure. So I really hope that somebody picks up that style or this person continues to work on these characters. 
I did think the characters were together. The woman leaning into the guy had an intimacy that I don't think strangers have out of the blue. Um, also, I've been reading a lot of crime books recently, and I can easily visualize the kind of failed robbery attempt, you know, with the death of the security guards or something like that, where they didn't intend that to happen, which is why they have blood on them. And they know now instead of a robbery rap, they're facing a murder rap. You know, it's the kind of thing that, that an action movie would never show for the most part. Yeah, it's almost be between the scenes, right? That's yeah. right. They're focused yeah. on the action. They're not focused on the reaction afterwards, which it makes it even more interesting and unique because stories are so great. Sto creative stories can happen anywhere, at any place, at any time. The fact that, that filmmakers use formula so much is just a shorthand. Creative, and you know, I always harp on this, creative thinkers think outside of that formula. And that's one of, the, I guess that's one of the other things I admired about this is that who would want to make a film about the aftermath of something with no dialogue, you know? So I, I, I didn't enjoy it a lot when I first saw it, but in our discussion here today, I'm becoming more of an admirer of it. And I urge people to watch it. And I hope that filmmaker manages to listen to this because they, sh they really got to expand on this story. It's so great. If they can do all of this just for that scene, they can do something to add to it, maybe background or afterwards or when they get off the bus and there are cops there, whatever. But uh, I'd like to see more. I'll mention something real quick before you go, Damien. But uh, um, I just I just now read the description of the film for the first time. Uh, <laughs> I tend to avoid that. Uh, Me too. Partly because I know that 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 Tracy's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but but also uh, just I, I don't know. Uh, it's I find that when it's a when it's one of our picks, it's rare that I dig into the description. Like I don't really want to I want to experience the film for what it is and not think exactly. about it too much. Yeah. But Me too. having done so, this was made in Blender. And there is actually a well-known amongst the Sims 4 community, there's a well-known pipeline that works oh. for Sim for Sims 4 characters and assets into Blender. I see. Um, so they, they clearly made use of this. It was made with Blender 2.8 in October of 2022. So a little over a year ago. Um, anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's how they got the render. That makes, that's, that that's makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I don't think you could get that depth of field in the game. Everything is flat and no, you'd have to film the, the foreground sense. and then the background and green screen it. And, and even then it just it would just look blurry and this actually has depth that goes back yeah. so that now that, that makes that makes total sense makes sense so um a couple of things came to mind and i'm going to respond to what ricky just said first i'd like to see more of this as well but we were talking about you we just talking about how this has got one of those in between scenes between the action sequence so what would be interesting is if they don't do the action sequences, they just tell the story to the in-between and let hmm. us imagine the action sequences. Hmm. We've seen plenty of action sequences. So we can imagine a car chase or you know the actual robbery and how it went wrong. But 
the moments in between could be a very compelling story with only hints as needed about the actual action bits. Boy, that would take some serious story craft to pull off if now, you were going to tell a full story. Now, that would be something else. I couldn't help but imagine you pitching this in the office of a Hollywood top Hollywood producer <laughs> and him looking at you going, are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> but we're not we're, in that position. We're right. filmmakers in Machinima and we can do what the hell we want. So yeah, I exactly. agree with you. Working right. title, The Cutting Room Floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, a couple of things came to mind when I watched this uh, originally. First was you got these two people sat on a train. And obviously they're, they're exhausted from whatever happened with this robbery that went wrong. And um, it reminded me of coming back from a comic convention last year with one of my friends. And we were both really exhausted and we were on the, the London Underground. It's a long journey back to Paddington from where we were. And she put her head on my shoulder and fell asleep because obviously the, the train seats are not comfortable. And it got me thinking, anyone watching us doing that would have no idea what our story was. Mm. Um, and they had no idea what we spent at Comic Con. Um, we obviously weren't covered in blood or anything like that. But um, although I have done that. I forgot to wipe off some fake blood on the train home. <laughs> and no one sat next to me, so maybe I should do it more often. Anyway, <laughs> um, and that leads to my other thought was this is kind of like people watching on a train. Like you're on the, especially on a um, London Underground or any kind of subway where you get a good look at all the other passengers because of the way the seats are laid out on the, along the sides more than uh, in a row. And you know, you look at someone and think, well, where are they going? What's their story? What they what are they up to? And this is kind of like looking at these two people from the other side of the train. A voyeur. And, yeah. And imagining they have robbed a bank. Maybe they haven't. They're just really tired, like me and my friend. Um, but, you know, you, you do that thing where you imagine what they've done. It could be something completely outrageous. But you're just doing it to pass the time and to entertain yourself and, um, you know, exercise your creativity. And that's what this video felt like to me was just a moment like that. Now, obviously, mm. there is a. They have done something because they are covered in blood but right um that's the feeling it gave to me and i really enjoyed it i would have liked to see more but i also i like that it didn't show you what has gone wrong it was just just the aftermath like we were discussing right. earlier yeah. um and you know it makes you think well, what other kind of stories like that could be told um, right those quiet moments where something's happened and you're dealing with what happened afterwards but not in a overly dramatic way it's just that pause while you're trying to figure out what's next i think literal-minded viewers which are a lot of them would be driven mad by the ambiguity that would just drive them crazy i also wonder if you put a different caption on there whether it changed the context completely for example after being robbed yes mm. for sure it would definitely change the feeling of it completely or, change your yeah. sense of who the characters were absolutely or after the accident or, yeah it's all about the title it has to be all about the title mm -hmm. break, break it breaking up is hard to do <laughs> or, <laughs> a, a rough breakup <laughs> or forgetting to take the fake blood off 
on the way home. Yeah, yes, yes. from the Comic Con. <laughs> After the children's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. I, I had another friend who um, she uh, had done a film shoot and she'd been covered in fake blood and everything. Uh, and she also forgot to take the uh, makeup off. And she's told this story quite publicly, so I'm happy to share it. And she was driving home and she got pulled over by a cop. And he could obviously had seen the way she looked. And he was really worried of what kind of situation she'd been in. Like, had she been hurt or attacked or somewhere? And she'd completely forgotten. Blink yeah. if you need yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so she explained, she realized and looked in the mirror and explained to God, well, she's just done this action thing, whatever she was doing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, and then he was, he was fine enough to go on her way. But he did say, maybe we should take that off before you uh, go too far, much further. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give people the wrong idea. Yeah. But I thought it was a good pick, Phil. It was a really Thank interesting you. and intriguing. And it brings up as many questions as it, it offers answers to. A couple yeah. closing thoughts. Um, Tracy, on the sound, I noticed that too, with especially the part about the music. Mm -hmm being only in one ear but for me it was in my right ear oh which is the ear that she had her head so one of us is wearing our headphones backwards <laughs> i'm not 100 percent sure who it is but i didn't want to say anything but <laughs> but you're right um to mix that very first person audio uh convention with third person views it does create some confusion there. It's it's kind of below the surface, but it 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 is a little disorienting. The other thing I want to just take a, two minutes on is uh, whether or not they were together, because I, like I like we like we discussed, I interpreted it one way, you interpreted the other. I I let it play back while we were talking, and I completely saw. It. You know, it's like one of those things where. Uh, it's one of those paintings that like it's it's the old man's face and then you look at it another way and it's an old woman upside down or whatever. One of those where you can see it two different ways. And yeah, right. so I'm watching it without audio while we're talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, maybe they're not. And it's interesting because there are things that would suggest both at the same time. And I don't know how intentional that was, but I mean, yeah. My rationale for assuming they were together is because they were sitting so close to each other. And it's a fairly, there's there's plenty of other seats. And if you just came from a robbery gone wrong, you don't sit down right next to somebody when you've got, some, when you've got other options. And if you're a guy getting on the train and you see a girl there with blood all over her face, you probably don't sit down right next to her. It's a little too intimate, you know? Like it, yeah. it was a little too much. It would be kind of creepy. Right. Right. So that's why I just assumed just from that, I just assumed they must be together. But on the other hand, how come he doesn't have any blood? You know? Exactly. But he just let her go in and take the beating and he's like the getaway driver. Or and if he's the getaway driver, what are they doing on a train? So yeah, yeah. there's mixed signals there for sure. Mm. Um also the the quickness with which the intimacy of here lay on my shoulder was accepted that between strangers strikes me as odd it's, especially if she's in a you know she's been traumatized by whatever she went through and what she's just going to lay her head on a stranger's shoulder whereas if it was someone 
that she knew that would be natural to do. You know, she's sitting there for most of the ride, you know, keeping herself upright on her own strength and trying to be calm and be right, normal right. And, ever, and, and, and her body gives out and he offers the shoulder. Right. So that's why I thought that they were together, but it totally would, it totally works if you assume that they're not there's there's questions either way you yeah, know yeah 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 and yeah, how much was intentional or accidental i don't know you know well the thing that i picked up on was the way he turned and looked at her as if to say what are you doing i picked Which up kind on of, that that was the bit and then he went and then yeah. sort of kind of like pulled how away much can we because there's not a great deal of control over well, they did it in Blender, so maybe there is. But yeah, the facial expression he had was one of almost yeah. Dis disgust. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the facial expression never changed. No, but throughout he the whole put film. his hand on And her hers head. didn't either. Hers As was this very, say, okay. almost a clowny frown, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can think of many scenarios where she would have blood and he wouldn't. For example, she was a participant in the robbery and was holding a hostage and he, the guy shot her shot yeah. the hostage the hostage's blood got on the girl and she's in shock because she didn't expect they told her not to expect anybody dying they weren't going to kill anybody maybe lots his of different disgust, ways maybe yeah. his disgust is at what happened to her yeah that he allowed it to happen or that why you and not me there, so yeah there's there's all kinds of it's it's a juicy fascinating thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah fascinating yeah. you see ambiguity me too Ambiguity is something that is just not good in popular culture, except in the last decade with the rise of Netflix and Amazon Prime, there have been more risky series that allowed ambiguity to be a part of that. But for the most part, Hollywood style media always is crystal clear about what's going on, unless it's a mystery or it's a suspense and the with withholding of information is only to reveal it at the the climax of the the story yeah but even even then a lot of the times it's so formulaic that yeah yeah that you don't get the same effect as a yeah. little planned ambiguity you know so Indeed. i totally agree yeah it's a lost art yeah i'm thinking of paintings by uh that dutch great dutch painter vermeer a uh, lady with a pearl earring, woman with yeah. a pearl earring, and lady at the window reading the letter. It, again, it's just as you point out, Tracy, it's all in the title of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's reading a letter. Well, what what's the saying? <laughs> what's the letter right. saying to her? Is it good news what's or bad? That right? What is that expression on her face? Is she happy? Is she sad? Why is she doing that in the morning? You know, I mean, it's just, it brings out your imagination and your involvement with the scene. And that's the key. I think that's the thing that makes this so good is that it involves you. I mean, here we've been discussing the context of it for the last 10 minutes and it's yeah. a 47 second piece. Yeah. That says it all. Yeah. Yes. So it's better than we thought then, huh? Yeah. I think so. I think so. It's amazing what a short video like that can uh, do to generate discussion. And I think this is going to be one of those films that we're going to keep thinking about it even after we finish. <laughs> yeah. I know. I yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. All right. <laughs> All right. So I think that's going to wrap everything up for this particular episode. Um, let us know what your thoughts are. Um, what's your interpretation of this video? Did they know each other or not? Are they strangers? 
what happened at the robbery how did it go wrong um what's your view on it let us know at uh talk at completely uh or if you got any other feedback for the show please let us know um so that's it for um this week thank you uh ricky phil and tracy sure bye you bet right see you next time bye.